Hey guys, we're so glad to have you for our third week of our devotionals. Um, Emily and I are going to share with you just some thoughts about week three of our devotional. And our question this week is to how to thrive through life's disappointments. But before we um, jump in, we're going to let everybody kind of get online a little bit. So um, how was your first Christmas with a brand new baby, Emily? It was magical. It's the best thing ever. We're loving it. We're just like head over heels. So great. Is he sleeping at night? Yes. Yeah. I, he is. He's sleeping so well. Yeah, I had sleepers too. So well. But now once I said that tonight, he might not agree. <laughs> I'll sleep so well, but it's okay. It's okay. Oh, well, awesome. Well, we're so glad to, again, like I said, have you guys join us this morning evening or morning, whichever one you're watching. Um, But let's kind of dive in um, today and let's start with prayer. And we're going to talk about how to thrive through life's disappointment. So let's pray together. Mm -hmm. Father, we thank you so much for this moment, um, just to focus on you. And Lord, I just pray that you would um, help us, Lord, to hear your words and to understand that even when life gets hard and life gets tough and life doesn't go the way we planned it, you're still God. And so we just give this um, time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So um, the definition of disappointment, I looked it up, and it says, sadness or displeasure caused by non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. And so it's a feeling that we have when our hopes or expectations aren't fulfilled. And you sent a question to me last week that I really loved, and I put it up here, and it said, you put, is God disappointing us or is life disappointing? And so share a little bit about what you meant um, by that question. So listen, we're all human, and it's human nature to want a reasoning behind the the circumstances that are going on in our life. It's human nature for it to not be our fault or for it to not be our spouse's fault. And so to have a reason behind it makes us feel more safe and more comfortable, and that's why we hate it so bad when people just say, that's life. Yeah. Sorry. You know, and so um, I think it's it's just human nature for us when we're going through a hard time instead of instead of trying to reflect on, OK, what can we do? How can we turn this situation around? It's easy to just put blame on one person. Yeah. And it also justifies. Well, I guess no, no more church for me then, you know. Yeah. And so um, we love to have something to pinpoint a person to blame and and it's just human nature and so that's kind of the bottom question it's is god disappointing or is life disappointing yeah and you know we all go through disappointments in life you and i both have walked through things in our life growing up as pastors kids um going through those moments where things just didn't kind of work out the way we wanted them to and and i think that we can thrive through disappointment and i loved that question um, that how do we thrive through disappointments because we're all going to face them. And I, I love what you said. How can we not place blame, but really just, it, but still walk through them and process through yeah. them? You know, um, over time, disappointments in our lives can begin to build resentment, fear, confusion, and I even put hopelessness. Yeah. And I thought that was a, a like, you can become hopeless because you've had disappointment after disappointment. So why even hope? Why even have faith? Why even believe? Because I'm just going to get disappointed in right, a way. Right. And so um, we just want to share a couple things, yeah. um, how you can uh, walk through life, how we all can walk through life, um, dealing with our disappointments. And the first one is this, reflect on the truth. 
And I, I liked what you said about that, like the question of, is God disappointing us or is life disappointing? And we have to know the truth of that statement. Like we have to reflect on the truth. And a lot of times I think we try to avoid, not avoid the truth of God's word, or, but really avoid the reality of the disappointment. Yes. And so, like, I don't know about you, but I have overreacted about disappointment oh, before. Yeah. Um, I didn't get the job. I, I yeah. We didn't get the house. Um, even for me personally, I was engaged. Don't to at someone else before I was engaged yeah. to Ryan, and it just did not end well. And um, I was extremely hurt and disappointed yeah. by that. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to put myself back out there again. Yeah. I'm not going to do this. And yeah. We have to really not allow those overreactions to run in our mind, but reflect yes. on what is the truth. Yes. And so Philippians 4, 8 says, and now dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true. But I don't know about you, Emily, but when you think about disappointments and you take that moment and you get real with the situation, yes. the truth of it is, it's not good. That I mean, we're disappointed. Right. And it's okay to be disappointed. Absolutely. Yeah. But brushing it under the rug and forgetting about it, like that's not, I think like when we, when you, when we say to stop and think about your disappointments and then, you know, uh, allow him to, um, speech allow, like allow yourself to speak truth over yourself. We're not saying just yeah. forget about the disappointments, you know, you can, Okay, I was disappointed. This person failed me. Yeah. This person hurt me. But the situation didn't work out. Am I going to move on from that? Yeah. And how am I going to what are the steps that I'm going to take so that I can thrive yeah. through a disappointment? And um yeah, but I I love that way you said too many times we just want to brush it off and yeah. say I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. And that's what I do. Like I, yes. and I did that for so long because I didn't want to feel the hurt and really just understand that it's okay. Like we're going to get disappointed in life. We're going to get hurt. Things are not, it's the um, not unfulfilled hopes and expectations. Yes. Um, and so really allowing, fix our thoughts. On, like that's the truth of the situation. But if we stay there, then that's not yes. fixing our thoughts on the truth. You're tr just building and building and that's when you build walls in your life yeah yeah and so we have to fix our mind not just on the reality of the situation yeah. but on the truth of his word and so um the rest of the scripture says a uh, fix your thoughts on what is true honorable right and pure and lovely and admirable think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise and so one of the ways that we can thrive even in the midst of that disappointment is really to allow our mind to be fixed it's on what, yeah, what his word says. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, the second thing, just like a practical step to when you're facing difficulties and disappointments in life is to practice gratitude, yeah. which is hard. I mean, it's, it's difficult. I mean, we can't pick or choose the disappointments that happen in our life, whether it's the daily disappointments, the little disappointments that we face throughout the day, or the big ones that you know shift our whole life and our mindset um we can't pick and choose that but i do believe that we can pick and choose whether it affects us negatively or as it affects us positively mm -hmm. and so 
again, like we said earlier, not saying to brush it under the rug and just say, no, it's fine. I'm just going to be positive about it. No, 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 no. Take a moment. Yes, I'm disappointed. Yes, I'm hurt. But then you have to fix your eyes on his truth. And then you have a choice. Mm. What am I going to do next? And because honestly, if you brush it under the rug or if you allow it to cling on to you and the disappointments to you have to carry that with you, all that's going to do is just hinder what God wants to do in your life. And I've, I mean, and I've obviously I've learned that by mistake time and time again. So we have to, we have to just, okay, disappointed. How am I going to fix it? And I feel like practicing gratitude, did you know, and this is a little off topic, but gratitude and anxiety cannot coexist yep. at all. Yep. And so when you wake up and you choose, I'm going to be grateful today, even though fasting's yeah. not easy, Yeah. but you're choosing to be grateful for that you woke up. You're yeah. choosing to be grateful for the job that you get to go to, that the job that pays you that you get to put food on the table for your children. And um, I also have on here that I feel like our biggest hindrance in life and in finding freedom and thriving through disappointment is complaining. 100%. Complaining. So you don't know that. See, when you sent me this, um, so my word for this year is gratitude. Like I always take a moment and I pray and ask the Lord, okay, so what's my word for the year? Like what and one of the reasons why is because <laughs> I had gotten really critical. Like I had been complaining yeah. about so many things and it was like, that really hit me as well. And also um, Gratitude is my like favorite song right now. It's like on repeat. Yeah. Um, but that was one of the things that for yeah. me, like I understood that I was allowing the disappointments I was becoming critical because things weren't working out my way. I was not free and I'm, I'm getting freer, but I really am choosing, I'm choosing this year to practice gratitude yeah. in my everyday life. And um, it's, it's helped me. I'm, I'm a lot calmer. I don't have as much anxiety. Yeah. Um, my family is happier. <laughs> <laughs> They're watching us like, yes, we are. That's, you know, I, yeah. But I do, I, I feel like we've got, we've got to put it into practice. Yes. It doesn't just naturally happen. Yep. And I also put on here, when you choose to complain, you choose to remain. Oh, so good. When you choose to complain about, let's be honest, half of the stuff we complain about, yeah, it just, we don't know why we complain half of the time. You know, it's just, it is our it's like we're on autopilot and we just yeah. complain it's harder to be grateful yeah it's harder to choose gratitude but you go further yeah when you choose gratitude you're growing when you choose um gratitude you know i think too and i know we're we're sticking on this one just a little bit longer but i really do think like i have one of my children um doesn't like change and so because of that, when change happens, yeah. it, it's not an easy shift. It's not an easy left turn. And um, I think sometimes our disappointments really are just, like you said, they're, they're so minor. But because we haven't learned how to thrive and process through those, like the whole thing of like 
I was engaged before he broke off you the engagement. And yeah, got, he was yeah. like, yeah, he wanted to, you know, this was like the third time that he wanted to postpone the wedding. It was just so many things. And I was like, I, and I was really disappointed. I was really confused and questioning like, God, why is this happening? Yeah. Little did I know there was Ryan Kramer, right? And so met him yeah. and a couple years later we were married yeah. and we've been married now for 25 years and I couldn't imagine my life with yeah. anybody else. And so I think sometimes our momentary disappointment, yes. we've got to allow the Lord to process, allow us to process through them and still be grateful. Lord, thank you for the closed door. Lord, thank you that I didn't get that job. You know better than me. Thank you that we didn't get that house. Thank you, you know, that you kept me from this relationship or this difficulty and really practicing that gratitude. I I loved that, that one. All right, the last one is um, to remember that our disappointment is not a dead end. And there's some finality in disappointment that we take that is not intended. Like God does not intend for our disappointment to be a dead end. He resurrects, right? He brings resurrection to that dead end. And um, it made me think of Joseph. And so for those of you that um, don't know, we have almost 80 women doing an online Bible through throughout the United States. We've got some people that go to the church, some that are in different states, but we're we're walking through the Bible this year. And today we start Joseph. And it was perfect timing. Um, and so he was disappointed. He had a promise. He had this dream. He had this idea of like, this is where God's taking me. And it was disappointment after disappointment, thrown into a pit. His brothers were thinking about killing him. No, we'll just say, but we'll sell him to become a slave. And he goes into a home and works his way up and then gets falsely accused and gets thrown into prison. And gets one guy out of prison and says, remember me. And it's years later when the guy's like, oh yeah, I remember this guy back in prison. And But every place that Joseph was at, he allowed that disappointment, that that place, it propelled him into leadership, into authority. So he was like, he started here and then became, you know, a leader in Potiphar's house. He started here in prison and became a leader in the prison. We cannot allow our disappointments to become a dead end. Well, I can't do it. It's done. It's over. And um, so we have to remember it's not over till it's over and that he works everything out for our good. It's not over until it's It's not over until it's over. And Genesis 50, 20 says this. It says, you intended to harm me. This is Joseph talking to his brothers. And he was like, you intended to harm me but God intended it all for good. Yeah. Our disappointment is not a dead end. And somebody needs to hear that, that encouragement today of like, pick yourself up. That disappointment that you received yesterday yeah. that you got last week or last month, that doctor's report, yeah. it is not over. You, that is not a dead end. It's just a moment yeah. for God to come through and to break through. That's good. Yeah, that is so, so, so good. Um, the next verse when I was, when that question was posed is how do we thrive through life and it's all of its disappointments the verse that popped up james 1 2 through 4 dear brothers and sisters when troubles of any kind any kind come your way consider it an opportunity 
for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, yeah. your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. And I love how it says, so let it grow. Because we have to, we have to let it grow. Yep. We have to let go. Yep. And then we choose to grow through it or not. You know, I, I told you this when you sent me this verse, like James, not your husband. James, the book of James is literally my nemesis. Yeah. Because I mean, like the one verse of scripture about worship where it talks about bridling the tongue and not like you can't worship God, like fresh water and salty water can't come spewing out of the yeah. mouth. This is another one of those verses of where it's like, when you face trouble, mm -hmm. consider it an opportunity yeah. for great joy from great joy and it's i mean that's that's hard but if he if the lord put it in his word that means he's going to empower yeah. us to do it and the thing is when disappointments come we look at it like this mm -hmm. they're right here in our face and then you know years down the road we just like we look back and we're like if that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have married him. Yeah. If that wouldn't have happened, I mean. I would have taken another job. Yes. Or I would have gone to another yes. place. Ab yeah, absolutely. And honestly, you can allow it to stay here. Or, you know, as you grow through it and as you allow yourself to move on and, and to let God, you know, work in your life, then the further back from the problem you get and then the more understanding you. Yeah. You know, we can't wrap our minds around God. We can't. No. I mean, we could. He's too small of a God, you know? <laughs> but, and so, um, and it's hard because you're not going to learn it until, you know, maybe a week down or a year or, or a decade down. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I don't know about you, but he's always worked it out. Always. So, always. Well, um, we're going to go ahead and close out in prayer. And thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, enjoy your day of fasting, but really press in. Yes. Uh, this rest yeah. of this week we have one more week um left we have one more devotional next week so just kind of press in and get closer to the lord so you want to pray us out and i absolutely god we thank you so much um for this opportunity that we've had these past wednesdays of just getting closer to you and putting the distractions aside and um um just building our relationship with you and the discussions that we've had over the past week and and growing through these together as a family and as a church family. God, it's been amazing. And so I pray that you will uh, bless the rest of this fast and yes. the rest of our morning or evening um, today, God, and help us when, when disappointments come to just cling to you. Yeah. When disappointments and, and changes happen in our life that we weren't expecting, that we remember you were good all of the time all of the time even when we're hurting you are good even when we're on the high you are good when we're in the valley you are good and so um help us remember remember that today and every single day and uh in your name we pray amen amen amen, amen. have a great day hey guys